Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. All right. I got a lot of questions coming out of that. Ask Bobby is coming up in 15 minutes. You can send me those. Hashtag them. Ask Bobby. Um, Emily, you don't seem hangry. If anything, you've been a little quiet today. Yeah. Sorry. My my. I just feeling a little lightheaded. I don't know. I'm just. I I, I don't. You make it. You'll long. be all right. That's a it's a mental thing. You'll be fine. Yes. No. It'll be fine. So I, wait. So wait, wait. When was her last meal? When did she eat? Last? Uh, like six o'clock yesterday. So six p.m. And how yes. long do you have to be fasting? Till twelve. Two. She's Til eighteen two. hours. And it's like and it's also blood work, and I hate needles. I'm just 20, a little nervous. So hours. it's more than anything. You'll be all right. You'll be right. Just think, just think of that double double waiting for you on the other side. Yep. And you can yep. go some maybe get some fries. I don't know. You're a soda person, so you can get a yep. Coke or whatever. whatever so are you, you, you soda hate you like. needles like there's a lot of uh anxiety. Yes, I can't look at them. It. But you I, will do it. I will do it because yeah. it's kind of it's you know it's obviously good for my health. I need to get the stuff done. So I'm just like I will do it. I just as, as a kid I had to be like strapped down wait. to get it done. But now I'm kind of just like I just hate it. I dread it. Are you phobic about needles, Al? Uh, I'm fine. I mean, it's not like I'm looking for it. Hey, let's let's do it again. <laughs> Nobody's looking for needles. Like anybody got, got any uh, needles? What hey, was that? A Pfizer right one? Let's that- try Moderna. Is that a knitting needle? Stick it in my uh, aorta. But I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Is that a vein? I'm not I think afraid of them. I almost made a joke with my doctor, and I was like, "Oh, I should go to Theranos, right?" I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I just right. can't do that anymore. No, not afraid that's of just them. the. My daughter is whatever. Terrified? What's beyond terrified? Like what? What is petrified? Yes, to the point where. She will pace around the office like someone's going to come and peel her skin off. It, mm. It's like it's honey, that was me for a while. It's a flu shot. They're just going to go boop, and we're done here. But it is okay. What does she do her. the moment it's done? It's like oh, that wasn't that bad. And now she's eighteen years old. And it like I get it when you're four, but when you're eighteen, what, what are we doing here? She's still like still that. still like to the point where she is competent in every single way. Right? She does well in school. She takes has a job. She does all these wonderful things. But to get a flu shot or a blood, blood world's work, about to end. It, it, you would think yeah. it's World War III. Bobby you have any, takes like, me like real phobias like that. Bobby takes me as somebody that he'll take he'll get one shot and be like, yeah, was, come on, guys, let's get another one on the other arm. Let's play it safe here. No, let's play it safe here. <laughs> He's not a wimp. Put one in the neck. I, I, I will. I'm, I'm trying very hard to be his arm. You've heard me say this about him when he's not here. He's he's not a wimp. He will. He broke his arm and drove home. I'm like, dude, that's we can come and, we can come and get you. Yeah, yeah. Broke his arm, slipped on his girlfriend's driveway, oh and drove himself home. Yeah, and then went to Tahiti. What? A week later? Two days. Two days later. Yeah, that's normal. Two days, not a week. Fiji. What did I say? Oh yeah. All right. Fiji. Whatever it is. All right. Um, why is Doc Rivers back in our life, Slee? Why? Why all of a sudden is this the guy that the Lakers reportedly are still holding out hope for? Daryl Morey says that he's going to be their coach. The Lakers have had their cast of characters come through. There are three guys, um, Kenny Atkinson, Darvin Ham, Terry Stotts, are reportedly finalists. Only they've been out of the they've been haven't been playing games for a month and a half, and they haven't hired anybody. Are they really waiting for Doc Rivers? And if so, then go Sounds get like him. Stop are. waiting around. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, it's obvious that they are. Because what what would you be? Are you have you not had enough time with Terry Stotts and Darvin Ham right. and? Um, Kenny Atkinson. What, what I mean, don't we know at this point? I, I would assume, and I know the Kenny Atkinson part, that's a little different because he's currently the assistant coach for the Warriors, but so is Mike Brown, and he got the Sacramento Kings job. I think they are waiting for him. I think it's as simple as that. And, and you know, I, I know you try to okay. say, well, then just go get him. Yeah. Um, it's two parties. He's under contract. You don't know what's going on with the Philadelphia 76ers. Maybe the Sixers are kind of in that, well, no, no, we're trying to figure it out with him. We'll let you know. I, I don't know how that works, right? Because it's not like it's somebody that's Don't just you run in there the risk, available. though, of maybe not getting him? If, if you think, and maybe, maybe the answer is no. Maybe you think, look, we're going to play this out to the 11th hour. We're mm-hmm. going to wait till the last because possible Because they think second. the other candidates are all the same or underwhelming. Right. Okay. okay. But 
could you lose him? For instance, if it gets down to, hey, we're getting ready to go to camp or whenever it might be, yep. at some point you have to make a decision. If Philly doesn't blink, mm-hmm. if Philly isn't doing that thing, we're fine. You can just have him. You're going to have to give me some compensation if this is the guy that you want. Why not just do it? Because We've said this a million times. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Lakers are flush with things, draft picks, contracts that other teams would like. They don't – you don't have them. Other players that, that you would like. You just don't – your cupboard is pretty thin. Yeah. But whatever you got, give it up so we can start to restock the cupboard so we can make one last run at it. This poker game, I don't understand what the win is for them. Do you think there's a – let, let's just say there's a list of – and the Lakers have had this list of who their top candidate would be to come coach the Lakers. And Doc Rivers is on the top of that list. Mm-hmm. And they think that there's still an opportunity to get him. And what, look, the conversation of whether Doc is the right fit or not, it's a separate conversation. But just assuming that um, they still think they have a shot again, Doc Rivers. And it's the difference of two weeks. So where we sit today, in the next couple of weeks, the Lakers will make some type of an announcement, whether it's, okay, we didn't get Doc and we'll take one of these other candidates. Or you know what, we gave Doc an opportunity and we actually ended up with him. Think there's a big difference between two weeks? A big difference? Maybe not. A difference? Yeah, I do. I, I do. What's the difference? Tell me. What do you think? I don't care what it is that you're doing, whether you're coaching a basketball team, running a business, teaching a class. It doesn't matter. The more time I get with my people, yep. the better off I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. The more you're going to understand my expectations, the more you're going to understand my philosophies, and vice versa. The better I'm going to get to know you and how to motivate you and how to yep. implement whatever it is we do. Now, is it the difference between winning a championship or not? Probably not. But if I know, I, I keep coming back to this. If I know what I want, I'm going to yep. go buy it. I'm not, I'm not going to wait for some because here, here's another thing. Stuff happens, right? Some, some stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's another team out there somewhere, somewhere that we don't know about. Probably not. But says, you know what? We ought to have Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. Boom. They're, here, take this. We didn't this. know he was available. Right. right. And all of a sudden, he's gone. And now you're bringing in a guy that was clearly your second or third or fourth or fifth or tenth or twentieth choice. You're bringing him in. And now it's, yeah, well, I'm here. Not unlike Frank Vogel. I know I wasn't the first pick, and that worked out okay. But if I want something, I'm going to go get it. What's the price? Here you go. Let's start to rebuild this. It's thing. funny. When you, say, when you put it that way, they have such little as far as compensation goes. I mean, like l- literally as, as minimal as you can have. What's the pick? They always talk about the 2027 first round. We're yep. in 2022, right? <laughs> so that's the, the next first rounder is in 2027. So you're five years away. Like five years away from that. They're trying to figure out what to do with Russ, and Russ might take compensation if you're going to move him and blah, blah, blah. I, I think they're probably sitting back saying to themselves, we'll give one more final run at Doc Rivers. We got any of these other three candidates if we but want But what's them. the final run, I guess, is what I'm asking. Like, what, what is the final run? We're going to pretend we don't want him for another week? I, you know, if the final run is, maybe they don't have enough, you know, not literal A lot money. of this has to do with Doc, right? Doc, do you want to coach the Lakers or not? And if Doc is interested in coaching the Lakers and it's the Sixers saying that, okay, um, you can have him, it's just going to take something to have him, maybe they are in the middle of some okay, kind of Okay, th- that's an interesting question. Because why his name came up again is kind of interesting. Do you want to coach the Lakers? So where you are right now, mm-hmm. you've got an MVP caliber player in Joel Embiid. You're in the playoff mix. Yep. You are a team that is – Good, maybe not great. You know, James Harden's kind of a not unlike Ant for different reasons, but not unlike Anthony Davis. He plays, but he doesn't always play hard. But at least you got kind he's of he's got his issues too. And and you've got some stuff. You've got Maxi, mm-hmm. you've got you got some other guys that are on your team that are, are good players. Or you have the Laker job, which according to JJ Reddick, not so good. I don't think this is a good job. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they have the young players. That, we talked about the bridge with the Warriors. They don't have the young players that can bridge sort of any decline with LeBron James. I'm not sure you can build a championship contender with the current roster and their current cap situation. They don't really have draft picks going forward. I don't think they can trade a draft pick till 2027. So there's just not a lot in the short term or the long term to be really excited about this job. Okay. <laughs> I want to say, yeah, but this part isn't – like, I'd listen, like, yep, yep, Mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. I I can't find the lie in there, Slee, other than it's the Lakers. Who doesn't want to coach the Lakers? Mm -hmm. That The the comeback is, yeah, but it's still the Lakers, okay? But what about the first half of it? So, he is right. Like, there's not much much I can really argue there. Sobering to hear it like that. But but this is what it comes down to. So, there's certain coaches that it doesn't matter. Frank Vogel was going to take the opportunity for the Lakers a few years back. Now it's a lot different today now that LeBron's now coming into his 20th season 
and you have the portion of, okay, what, what are you going to do with Anthony Davis? Will he be available? What's the question marks around Russ? There's other question marks around the Lakers that maybe weren't there mm-hmm. when Frank Vogel got the job. The The question that I think you kind of ask yourself is, all right, if I'm, if I'm Darvin Ham and I'm picking between the Lakers or the Charlotte Hornets, let's say Charlotte really wants me. Are you going to give up a Lakers coaching job opportunity? I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he says, let me go get my first coaching job with the Charlotte Hornets, understanding that I may never get a more prestigious franchise, period, in my life, even if I'm coaching in the league for 20 years, right? Like, that's that's part of it. I think That's the, not totally unrealistic. I think the allure of, I know Bron's in his 20th year, but it's still LeBron James who averaged 30 points a game last mm-hmm. year. AD and Bron, it was just two years ago that won a championship together. But I feel like you're always going to get those guys. If you're Doc, Doc's coached. Kevin Garnett. Oh, he's had tons Ray of stars. Ray Allen, James Harden, Joel Embiid, Chris Paul, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, Griffin, Paul Kawhi. George. Like, he's he's coached all those guys. Is it which situation gives me the best opportunity over the next couple of years? That might be Is what he's winning. Philly? I mean, I, I get not, Philly, I, Philly's I, not doesn't I, feel I, close I'm, either. What? But if they feel closer than the Lakers. So here's the thing with Philly. I'm with you. When that trade initially went down, it was like, oh, Philly, watch out, James Harden. The Harden thing is, Harden, is really, really Harden weird. Is to not me. a guy you can go to bat with. And, I, and, and I, in, I get that. And in but, the East, you got Boston up and coming, Miami yep, up and but the coming. West has good teams too. They do, but just kind of Milwaukee. It's Giannis. You got. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens with Brooklyn. Let's put it this way: I don't think it's one of those situations where you don't kind of think about it for a second. And I think that's actually what Harden has kind of forced with Philly. They still think Philly's the better team right now. Right, I mean, it's it's not even close. Like Philly's Philly's not good enough to win the championship as currently constructed. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were thirteen games under five hundred. I know, like it, it's not even close. Sixteen, Joe, sixteen. Joel Embiid mm-hmm. of all the players on both teams, Joel Embiid's the best player of mm-hmm. of that group of guys. Agree. James Agree. Harden probably the third best. Right, LeBron's probably the second best, and then it's Harden, and then no, you got you don't know what AD. AD, so you don't know health wise. And the roster in Philly mm-hmm. is certainly more flexible and pliable and manageable and you know, multiple funny. than the the Laker roster. So I, I'm, I'm not going to – you you can make your case and nobody's going to be like, yeah, you're you're wrong. No, no, no. You right. definitely made that case. Then why is it why, – why is it a conversation then? Right? Maybe like, they don't is, want him. Maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe Philly doesn't I want say, Doc. I want to say it was Ramona when they had announced, I think the day after they yep. lost, they're doing their exit meetings, and Daryl Morey says – He's staying. He's staying. And – Listen, I was actually a little surprised. Daryl Morey didn't hire Doc Rivers. That could be easily be a situation where they want to go and get a Mike D'Antoni. I know that's going to sound crazy to you, but that wouldn't be a shock or surprise. They want to play a different style of basketball. Doc doesn't fit it. But really simply with Daryl Morey saying, you want Doc, give us some compensation, you can have him. All right, this could go a couple of different ways. Yep. Ask Bobby. <laughs> we'll see. My oldest son was doing an ass Bobby. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, let's get right into it. So are, you, are you nervous? Are you a little tight? Are you loose? What are we doing here? Nervous and excited. Um, doing the factor cap really helped loosen me up, but I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. Number one, this is from SoCal OG 310. When Trav imitates Bobby's voice, he always ends up sounding like Rocky Balboa. When Bobby imitates his dad, what kind of voice does Bobby use? Hashtag Ask Bobby. Well, whenever I imagine my dad, I'm imagining him yelling at me, um, and it's usually for something I'm doing to my little brother. Um, so it's usually like, oh, Bobby, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always very forced. Um, I don't know. I don't make it does easy. He get, does he get very frustrated? Does he get oh, frustrated easy or no? Very easy, especially when he's doing the DIY projects like you mentioned. <laughs> when yep. Anytime yep. he tries to fix something in the house, more stuff just ends up being broken. Okay. Um, it's not so, great. Not okay, I got, good, a, I got a quick ask, Bobby. All right. 
Um, most frustrating, like what is it that, that T. Raj gets most upset about at the house? Like what kind of chore, what kind of, I got to say this all the time. Like, is there something oh. that stands out? Um, my room is definitely one of them. My car being messy is definitely one of them, but I would say the number have one ever, is my timeliness. Have, yeah, timeliness is a big one. Have you ever walked by and seen that someone that's living in their car, like, and it has like a lot of stuff in so it? So what's in the car? Like Everything. Wanna... No, 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 no. <laughs> you got a towel by in the case way, you go to the beach? Trav, jump in any time. I, I like the, the back and forth here. I've got snacks in the back seat for okay, sure. What kind of snacks? Usually rocking some Pringles. Okay. Uh, ga- a Gatorade for sure. <laughs> okay, so so we're not talking like the trunk. We're saying just like in the back seat, there's just Pringles It's got to be in arm's reach because right. i got to yep. have it while driving. Of course. Yep. Um, but what else is in there? A lot got of wrappers, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, of wrappers and trash, He's obviously. He's leaving out the best part. You know what's in there? Every piece of clothing he owns. Mm. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> Yeah, More or less. Al, Al, we I I have worked very hard. He, so to he provide, lives in his car. He has a bedroom with a closet. Yep. And there are other, but he decides that everything I own awesome. should be in my car. That's awesome. I'm ready to go. He's ready. To go. <laughs> whatever, whatever Towel, happens, beach. I'm ready to go. Uh, something happens. Shoes. He runs out of food. He's got. I mean, the guy is prepared to go. All right, next one. This is not going the way I wanted it to go. <laughs> Eric Bedeker writes, "What's the worst trait in a roommate?" That's a good one. Ooh. Um. Let's see. Worst trait in a roommate is definitely going to be loud late at night. Um, it's good. He actually lives right under me, and so I feel like I might be the worst roommate because I get quite a few texts from him around 3, 4, 5 in the morning. Hey, Why turn are you that up down. at 4 o'clock what are you doing? in the morning? Yeah, what are you doing? At? What's going I, on at 3.30? I get home from work at like midnight, and yep. I'm, I'm drinking a lot of caffeine, so I'm so staying ready, up and I'm, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go. So far, everything I've heard from Bobby to me sounds... Incredibly reasonable. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Bobby, I got two. So, two. Uh, first, you said you worked at a restaurant, right? I do. All right, so what is the worst table to get at a restaurant? That's one. Two, did your dad influence your sports fandom? Do you follow the same sports that he does? Um, well, I'll start with the restaurant one. Uh, the worst people that come into a restaurant. It's definitely going to be the people that come in like 30 minutes before close. And then Alan order Sliwa? something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you. That, no, 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 Bobby. Let me tell the story. Oh Bobby. no! I went to Randy's Donuts. That's you. Randy's Donuts right before it closed. So it's not like I'm asking them to make me uh, <laughs> some fresh Brion. donuts. <laughs> but I probably should have got the there. Take the porterhouse for two. Should, probably should have got there a little earlier. <laughs> donuts is different, but still. Well, donuts, I'd rather go hungry than make thing. somebody else upset. Well, this is the thing. They didn't have anything to do. They just I picked the donut. They give me the donut, and I'm out. Uh, Still, I don't okay, know. Okay, what's the cutoff? What if I went at 8.50 and it closes at 9 at a donut shop? A donut f- shop. 8.40? Okay, 40. Because then I you need 15 minutes to clean up. You want five minutes to relax before yep. you get off, you know? Okay. You and I root for mostly the same teams. Almost exclusively, yeah. yeah. Mo- mo- mostly the same. You yeah. still is it because guy- of Travis or is it because of your own self? Um... A little of both. Uh, he has more um, angels dislike than I do. Um, <laughs> well, understandably, honestly, right, right. There's some stuff that you know. Having the two best generational talents of yeah, all time. All right. See, now we're talking sports. That's not what I. It's not what we're here for. What's your favorite sport? <laughs> Baseball. Baseball. No doubt. Okay. That's his fault. Uh, that is my fault. Um, is it more satisfying to beat your dad in a competition, i.e., basketball, board game, or cards, or? Get the last morsel of food before dad from the community appetizer at the restaurant. Oh, it's definitely beating him in a competition because the last morsel of food isn't an option. Once I get my <laughs> serving, the rest is his serving, um, and he eats. That's What's not- the damage? Yeah, because, you know, sometimes, a lot of times when we talk to Trav, he, uh, I don't know, he just kind of, he'll go if there's a box of pizza, grab two slices. Yeah. Kind of looks like a very normal human being. I feel like if you left him with the pizza, though, he'd have like six slices. Behind closed doors exactly. is what's happening well, he's behind, exactly. behind the door. He gets right. to see the other I stuff. I have the inside scoop. <laughs> I mean, It's not fair. Yeah, definitely beating you in a competition. Um, I got those new clubs, so I think I could take you down. We'll see. We play. We'll see. When, when, we'll play for some money, and we'll figure that out. Sounds good. Um, Benjamin Pope writes, is the savory lie true? Do you know what that means, or do I need to explain it to you? So I've said this on the show. I don't have a particular sweet tooth, but I much prefer to eat salty, savory snacks. Right? Like I'd much rather have a sandwich than a bowl of ice cream. Is he lying to us? Is that is am I telling the truth or not? It's true, but but he doesn't discriminate. I'm on the same wavelength. However, anytime I have some sort of dessert around the house, it's 
Let me get a bite of that. And <laughs> well, that's a, okay. A bite of that sure, always means sixty-five percent of it, which is super awesome. Well, maybe half. That's that's about what it is. Randy Frenchman, this is good. What day is Trash Day? Oh, see, I think I know it. I haven't lived there since September. It hasn't changed. I think I know it. It's been the same for seven years that we've been in that house. You lived there I'm gonna for six of by saying this is an absolute guess. Monday's That's trash day? Not even close. That's, oh, that Wednesday? couldn't be more Friday? wrong. Also wrong. It's Friday. Friday. Friday is trash day. That Dang goes to show you. See? That's, a, that's how much help we get around the house with that kind of stuff. Um, Bobby has to wait nine minutes he to get home. He takes it out on Mondays. Every Monday he takes it out. I'm four days early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, let's see. Bobby waits nine minutes to get home to eat his burrito. Do you wait nine minutes to get home to eat your burrito, or do you eat it on the way home? I'm definitely going to walk through that door with about half to a quarter of a burrito left i'm not a patient guy um but usually i might get some like taquitos or tacos as a road apartif <laughs> apartif yeah no that's know. see you gotta have a little snack on the way home like that's why you get two orders of fries you have one okay for the let's drive say home. mexican food isn't conducive for the drive home no though. it's not it's, let's just say hypothetically you only have a burrito are you gonna wait the nine minutes no i'm gonna eat in the car you can't you're not gonna Agreed. enjoy it uh, probably not but i get sitting right there I can't. It's like okay. You're somebody. You're somebody that appreciates how salsa comes into the mix in a burrito. Yeah, I get a little. How are you gonna make that? Not well, but I. So I need you to pick. Like, what's a what's a famous movie with junkies? Okay, where they can't stop. They have to do it. Right. It's like that's me with a burrito in my car. I have to do it. I can't not. I can't just let it sit there. Do you ever? Do you ever decide? You know, I'm gonna put this in the trunk. No, over. I put it over there with the door. I pull, pull over, over and start eating on the sidewalk. Like I'd gotten arrested by the cops. Capitano Matt, who was cooler on career day? Dad who talks on the radio or mom who selflessly and heroically saves lives? Ooh. Uh, I think he was more popular with my friends on career day just because they were all interested in sports. Um, Saving lives. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. The nursing definitely sounds better on paper. Um I don't know. I, I'm more impressed by the nursing, to be honest. Yeah, I figured as much. Better place to party, Orange County or San Diego? It's from Ryan in La Jolla. San Diego, no question. Why? Everybody goes to bed at 8.30 here. They're just like you. <laughs> um, no, but Why San Diego is also fantastic. Okay, a story that you can share with us. The most upset your dad's been at you. Ooh, that is a great question. And it doesn't have to be if it's one that you can't tell. No, tell. Um, most upset he's ever been with me. Hopefully in your younger days, too. Yeah. I, I know the answer to this. <laughs> uh, he's still the, upset. Going to the Rose Bowl? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I have a really bad habit. Um, it's not. It's happened more than once. Uh, we were going to the Rose Bowl, um, as we do every New Year's Day, and we made it all the way to Pasadena. Not all the way, about a third of the way. And I look down at my feet, and I do that little tap your pockets, look around, and I didn't bring shoes to the ten-hour ordeal that is the Rose Bowl in shoes Pasadena. Out. Not did not forgot his phone or or a hat or sunglasses. Shoes. One time, I also showed up to high school and forgot um, shoes, pants to class. Forgot pants. That's why you drive around with clothes, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I guess forgot your shoes. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Yeah. So what did you do with this situation, Travis? We had to turn around and drive home, Emily, to get, because it's- Wait, new, what time was it? It's New Year's morning at oh, yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Macy's isn't open. <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning, New Year's morning. I'm from Orange County. By the way, South Orange County, like San Clemente, okay. Orange County. Where were you? We were- Just past Irvine. No, it was further, further? than that. We were like in Santa Fe Springs. So what did you do? I turned around and went back and got but the But what shoes. did you do? Like, when, I, at, did, Are you the one that you want to address it right in the moment? Or you're yes. like, I would rather just rip into him a little bit later. So, okay, I, I, need, I need to set this up a little bit. We also took I the train. I love that story. We took the train. It's an amazing story. From Laguna Niguel. <laughs> Who doesn't to, forget a shoe? To San Diego to go watch a Padre game one night. Me, the three kids, and my wife. We're going to go watch. To ask him what he forgot on that trip. I'll give you one guess. Shoes? You got it. Shoes. Bingo. Ding, ding, ding. So we get, we're, we're taking the train. Okay. You get off at the, the station in you San Diego. Socks on or no? No. No. 
So now we're hunting like a Walgreens looking for flip-flops. Okay, so he's walking through downtown San Diego by the train station. Just, and what were you, 14, 15? 15. Yeah. It's a beachy yeah. area. Why do you, you can walk around a, barefoot. Why do you get into a car barefoot? Thank you. Why do you drive barefoot or get well, into a car The problem barefoot? was we didn't take my car, which has all my <laughs> shoes and clothes. We would have been perfect. There. All the shoes are We would have been perfectly so fine. So really, you walk on you your didn't driveway with bare you feet? You should have thought of this. My wife, so we, we drove from Laguna Niguel to get on the train in That's Oceanside. That's freaking hilarious. Right? And she put, she, I'm driving. She just puts her hand on my knee like, there's a situation going on. I need you to collect yourself because this is about to be bad. <laughs> How did she know without you knowing? He texted her and said, I forgot my shoes. Yeah, that text did not come my way. Oh, here's here's another one. Sean Weller. This is good, Bobby. This is going to make you be a little existential here. Mm-hmm. Philosophically an and literally, who is Bobby? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Literally, I am... Oof. I'll start with philosophically. <laughs> philosophically, I don't know. I feel like I'm everything that you are not. We're awake at opposite hours. Yeah. Um, we do share the same sports teams and the love of Mexican food on the road. Um, but that's it. That's, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Have. I think that's opposites attract. That's right. right. I got one more for you. This is good. Yo, Bobby, what's your approach when you have to ask your dad for something that you really need, but you know is going to be a hard sell? Sympathy, straight up, roundabout. Well, mom said. Um, I'll definitely start with bringing up past favors that I've done for him. Mm. So I'll bring up the, hey, remember like that one those time? were. That one time I drove you back from uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, L.A. with Keyshawn's dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a long night. Yeah, that was for needed, me, too. I needed a ride home. For me, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll start, start it by bringing up past things. Just, yeah, that was so nice of me. Um, such a good guy. Unrelated. I hate to bring it up. Yeah, um, randomly. Would you be able to help me out with rent this month? Um, <laughs> or if that doesn't work, I'll go to straight up. Or when that eventually doesn't work, I'll go to my mom. And that always works. Always works. Oh, yeah. softer touch. One more very quickly. Beers or Trulies? Oh, beers. No question. Not a Truly fan? No. Trulies are great. Trulies taste like Costco plastic. It's <laughs> weird and gross. Explanation. Wait, yeah. I think we pulled it off, Al. I think we got out of here. I still I still care about him. I still love him. I think we're okay. Bobby, that was awesome. Feel good about yourself? <laughs> I feel fine. Like, you're going to have to do a lot worse than that to make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm Team Travis over the here. The shoe uh, might be one of the, my favorite stories I've ever heard. Wh- which one, Al? Because it's happened four or five times. Oh, it's, it's close the one to a dozen. Seven because on the, the one train? on the train. Yeah, but the one on the train. Uh, you're right. You can CVS is going to be open. Walgreens is going to be somewhere. You're going to get sandals. The one on the ch- or the one on the way to the Rose Bowl, seven a.m. on New Year's. That's if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have this opportunity to tell the story. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's creating content as a 14 year old. I, w- I wish it were that easy. Baseball's got a blowout problem. Good job, kid. That's coming up next. Travis Sleeve. Thanks, Sleeve. Guys. What's up, Sleeve? <laughs> Travis Sleeve. Seven ten ESPN. Bobby and Jorge are having it out over which meat is number Carnizada. one for the tacos. I agree with you. Jorge was like grilling Bobby like it's not number one, right? Well, Bobby's response was, well, what is then? I think that's the right response. He was terrified. But I think, look, Jorge, we can't really. Jorge knows his stuff. No, he does. That's why I was so surprised to hear him get something so deeply wrong. I mean, they just, his argument is it's it's basic. You can get it anywhere, That's and everybody does it pretty well. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the argument for why it's number one? Because wouldn't that be saying, oh, well, yeah, In-N-Out makes a good burger. Right. Well, yeah, yeah they're the, the best at making the. Well, that's that's a specific location. That's a difference. But if you're saying, okay, I, I've got to go. Oh, speaking of, so I had double taco guys this week. Yep. And neither person <laughs> made the offer to me. Uh, what do you on got? Twitter. What are you yeah, just, the, Something you could share with the class? Biggie, basically, that's supposed to be you forgetting. <laughs> yes, it was basically that. It was I, I. I need you to understand what that's like. So uh, the, the, awesome. the amount of work 
and organization and timing of the whole thing to get mm-hmm. to where I, and we're meeting a bunch of people like sometimes so they're they're waiting they're waiting for us okay we're we, we meet outside of the rose bowl and then we all go in together so all the cars are kind of in roughly the same area yep. right so we can tailgate and have the party. so you usually the idea is you get to pasadena and the rose bowl by what time Usually, a.m. Uh, not quite like nine or nine thirty. Okay, by the time we have the cars parked, we got the yep. tailgate set up. It's mm-hmm. usually between nine nine thirty. I'd okay. say. Okay. What time on that day did you get there? At well after ten o'clock, maybe closer to eleven. It's a big difference. Well, we were we were a half an hour into the drive, so now you got to turn around. It's a half, half hour, hour so back. Now we're one and hour. Now it's a ha- and, yeah, yeah one hour. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. What did everybody else say? Nothing. They're like, oh, leave them alone. It's not that big of a deal. I'm like, it is a big deal. I I, I put this whole party together. Listen, I've got everybody. It's not even the is it a big deal is a not big deal. It's explaining to them what happened. Because if you explain to me, hey, I'm running behind. Okay, what's the deal? Did you? I mean, did you guys just wake up late? But it's one thing if we have a flat tire. Or did you wake up late? What happened? Bobby forgot his shoes. I wouldn't know how to respond. Because then I have to then tell the rest of the party. Well, why are they an hour behind, hour you know ever, 15? Bobby forgot his shoes. You know no one would understand. Did? They all went, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we've, we've, we've met the boy. He understands. So, back to the taco guy very quickly. Um, went, had a, there was a taco guy, a party I went to on Friday night. Mm-hmm. There was a taco guy I went to on Saturday afternoon. Yep. Nobody offered to send me home with food. Okay, so I was hoping that's a, oh, hey, we got all this extra food. Why don't you take some with you? I would have been like, that sounds wonderful. Did you bring Tupperware just to. in case? No, no, I didn't, but that's a good that question. That might be the move. What, what, is the, what is the etiquette? Do you just have to wait to get offered? Because there was a lot of food left, Al. Party's winding down. There's a lot of food left. I mean, I, what is the etiquette to ask for a to-go plate I'll or tell two? you what I would do. I don't think I'm asking them. I don't think so. I, mean, I didn't. You're going to go up to them and say, hey, guys, looks like there's a lot of food left over. Um, what do you think? You guys got some glass Tupperware over there that I could use, the ones you get from Costco that are nice. nineteen ninety nine. Can yeah. we get some stuff to go? If they don't ask, I don't think you say anything, but that's wrong on their part. If there's that much left over, you're a good friend. Yeah. You love Mexican food. I do. Just a nice plate of Trap, four you, different plates. Can we load you up with a little bit for the ride How home? much? Okay, was there enough left over to where it's like, okay, guys, the no way they're eating all this. Friday night, yes. Okay. Saturday, not so much. Saturday, they ordered correctly. There was a little bit left, but not a crazy if, amount. If it, if there's not an, enough left over, then you go get your own taco guy. That's what I would say. You you're, not, n- you're not jumping in this. You have no idea how disappointed I was on Friday night. We went out to dinner. We go to this party. I'm like, there's a taco guy here? And you, we meant what? You just huh? ate. Yeah, I, so I had to scar. I mean, I, I still got my it mix in, but it wasn't quite the same. Would you do the same thing for alcohol, though? Would you ask someone if they had extra alcohol Never. to take it with of you? Of course not. So I feel like, again, if, if they're paying for it, no, it no, has but, to be But you're not, I mean, this was enough food for another 30 people. They're, they're, two people live in that house. They're, you're, they're uh, not going to eat tacos to feed 60 people. Just throw a few my way. That doesn't seem like a lot, to but ask. but it. I don't think you could initiate. It. No, I, I. That's why. I, that's why I didn't. I was hoping that maybe. What would you would do? Have... How would you initiate if you're I, going I, to? I, I wouldn't. That's that's what I was hoping. See, help like, me out Eight seven 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 ten. ESPN. That's what I mean. Hey, uh, you. I mean, because now you're just a weirdo who's asking for. Okay, a maybe I, I got an idea. Wow, a lot of food left over, guys. <laughs> Yeah, but didn't that the Did same you guys thing? think more asking, people were coming? Did half the party not show up? You guys must have thought more people were coming. Hey, this is a great taco guy. They bring this much extra food. Do they always bring this much? <laughs> You're getting closer. If you do that, and that's the closest I could get to just kind of trying to convince them, like, hey, uh, I think Slee's trying to get some food for her. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Okay, I got a question for you. Yep. Um, it's happening a lot. Dodgers mm-hmm. have already had it happen this year. We saw Hanser Alberto pitch the other day. He's an infielder. Um Albert Pujols pitched the other day on Sunday Night Baseball. Unstoppable. Yadier Molina pitched last night yep. or yesterday for the for the Cardinals. Molina clocked 99 twice. <laughs> it used to be kind of fun and goofy when all of a sudden a position player would come in and have to pitch the ninth inning of a game that was 18 to 2. Right, right, right. So, hey, just get three outs. We don't want to burn another pitcher. Mm-hmm. It happens almost every night in Major League Baseball where you have a pitcher or a, a non-pitcher pitching. This is bad for baseball. Mm. They, 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 you can't have so many games where, hey, look, it's Albert Pujols pitching. Yeah, okay, fine. Yep. But then the next night it's Molina. The next yeah, night it's, it's, a, it's a joke. It's every which night. Is, 
this is what makes it interesting. You're like, wait a minute, that's not really happening, is it? Do you want your old lineman to uh, square up behind center and be like, oh, let me let me throw a couple, let me get a couple reps, right? In. Let me let me let me throw some. Do you want? Remember every time Dwight Howard would take a three. All of a sudden, Perfect the fan example. is like, what the hell is going on? But this is so unique. It's cool. But it's not like it's in a blowout game. If it's Dwight's in a game that taking count. threes in the fourth quarter every night, that's not good. Yeah. And that's what baseball is. Or you know is. that the game is completely over. But, okay, I'm not saying from a fan's perspective that it – but I, what I'm saying is baseball has a problem if the shortstop is pitching once oh, a no, week. And it's no argument. It's no argument. So what, what, what would be – is this always come down to – I feel like this always comes down to this in baseball. They just play too many games. Could be. It. And now you've got a bunch of bad teams, too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. you got so many bad teams. Okay, I'm cutting myself off because we got people, want ideas. Yeah. people want to help. Let's go to Culver City and E. E, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, E? Hey, guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Excellent. If you want to get that, if you get that food, you just got to stick around to help out and clean up. Oh, because nice. once they're cleaning up, you got to keep saying, oh, wow, how are you guys going to have space for all this? Where are you going to put everything? <laughs> mm. Uh, we got another fridge in the away. garage. It's the last thing that you want to hear. That's actually that's a, that's a good one. Now, how long do you have to? Well, there you go. Right. How, that's how many the how many people were at the party? A bunch. I'd say fifty or more. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. And what when when you left was it ten left or twenty five left of the people? Yeah. Oh, 40. We were one. I, oh, then it was man, a, it was a it. miracle upset that I was one of the first people to get to leave. Okay. D- does that have something to do with it? No, because the part too early. It was late. It was after. It was almost eleven o'clock but at night. But do you think they started dishing out food? If Maybe wait another half hour. But, but see, now we're into the territory. I hate being one of the last people to leave a party. Mm-hmm. My wife would move in. She'd she'd sleep in the yep, guest bedroom. 100%. She, she wants to stay. Yep. But I I'd like to. The second I see one or two people leave, I'm like, hey, come on, we gotta go. We gotta go. I don't want to be the person. There. Yeah, because you can't with forty people left start giving you Tupperware to to leave with food. You can't do that. But I like it more than they do. I, I, I appreciate they don't respect it, more than they it do. like I do. This there is my go. thing. That's exactly. Now you understand. George in L.A. George, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, George? Hey guys. Um, so I'm I'm a little confused because I still don't know why your son doesn't have shoes in the car. Well, I think it's a. I, I think if he if he has to walk from the car to, yeah. from the house to the car, is he just always walking around barefoot? George, I think it's a comfort thing. You know what I mean. Like sometimes it's more comfortable to not wear pants on your way outside of your house to your car. It's more comfortable, right? So you just naturally forget them. George, you're asking the right question. It's the same question I've asked literally hundreds of times, and I've never gotten a good explanation for it. It it, it, w- it defies explanation. I, at one point I thought that I'm sorry to pick up. At one point I thought that maybe the struggle was bad, that it was you know hard to buy shoes, and you get used to it. So it's kind no, of he has shoes. Yeah, he has shoes. Yeah, he has, he has plenty shoes. of shoes. We provide him with shoes. Maybe three or four in his car, <laughs> yeah. but just the, the wrong car. Yeah, we got it in the wrong car. But, yeah. no, George, you've asked the right question. I, I appreciate you asking it. I, I don't have a good answer for it, in, and in uh, the beginning, we'll continue to work on it. In the beginning, I was more confused by it, but the way Bobby explained it, it all makes sense to me now. It, it doesn't to me. It doesn't to me. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
All right, how about this, Lee? Today is Aaron Donald's 31st birthday. Mm. Okay, Aaron Donald has been in the NFL for eight years. You ready for this resume as a 31-year-old NFL player? Eight years in the NFL. He has been a pro bowler how many times, do you think? Out of eight opportunities, he's made the pro bowl how many times? Complete guess, six? Eight. Eight for eight. How many times do you think he's been first team all pro out of eight years? I'll go eight. Seven. Okay. His rookie year, he missed it. How many times do you think he was rookie of the year? Once. He was one for one in that. Uh, Seven rookie of the year awards. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. He was on the 2010 All-Decade team. He has graded out as a 90-plus on pro football focus every single year in the league. Do you know how many games he has missed in his NFL career due to injury? Has he not missed Zero. Oh, my god. Okay? I mean, when when you... At 31. 31. He makes the Pro Bowl every year. Mm -hmm. He's first-team All-Pro basically every year. He's the best player... On that side of the ball, three of eight times, and probably more. He's than making that. the last play in the Super Bowl and, and putting the NFC a, Championship uh, game, and putting the put yeah. a, throw a ring on my finger. I mean, I, I don't know if we'll see this again. And what I mean by that is this: I don't know if we will see a team who is a Super Bowl Super Bowl caliber team, the way that the Rams are and have been for the last few years. Yep where their best player is a defensive player, where their most important player hmm. is a defensive player. Because the quarterbacks, wide receivers, all these things. But Aaron Donald is the heartbeat of that team. When are we figuring this out? When is when's the contract stuff? When is when are we moving on from that? Not worried. A couple no. weeks? He, he, eventually. He he wants to play. The Rams want him to play. They'll figure it out. Uh here you go, sleep. Another reason for you to go to Arby's is premiering a Wagyu beef burger along the way that so makes sense. you yeah, want to get sense. some high uh, level wagyu beef arby's is your next spot yeah i mean that, that's really i think i've always thought about that if you want some of the cream of the crop when it comes to beef um go to arby's um i'm not sure that i'm going to be there uh anytime soon emily you, you going? said that like you were angry oh i'm definitely gonna go <laughs> the go to arby's that, the fact that they're <laughs> selling that is very interesting yeah i mean it's I'm what are they charging you guys. for it, Emily? Do we know what price, the price is starting point on at five ninety nine? Five ninety nine. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> if you go to a restaurant and a wagyu steak, is it like ninety five dollars? That's definitely <laughs> sounds like quality, quality stuff. Here's the funny thing: if we probably went, we'd probably both enjoy it. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I just I'm take your take your word for it. Forty two years ago, The Shining was released. That is still deeply deeply creepy that is a is. very very is. weird creepy movie and if you want to be creeped out even more read the book yeah so i read the book i uh am a huge stephen king fan Me i too. read all the books i, I watch all the movies is the book better uh i think it is so mm-hmm. okay all the stuff it almost always is it's right all the stuff that jack does in the movie that is that is famous in the movie is not in the book whatsoever like all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy. Not in the book. Mm. Um, everything that's iconic about that movie is not in the book. So I think they're very separate. But I think that the book is scarier than the than the movie. You that's know what awesome. I, you know what I remember most about The Shining in the movie? Mm. You, you've seen it, yes? Yeah. yeah. That giant. The no, the blood on the elevator was gross, but. That giant refrigerator with all that food to live three months. Of course, in, you but the Overlook would. Hotel they had that giant walk-in freezer and sure. refrigerator. I'm like, they got enough food in here to last for forever. You think I'd Bobby never would forget his shoes going out to the <laughs> car need when it snowed in? We're in the Overlook Hotel. He can ride his tricycle around, go to that bartender who's not really there. You could. You I've could been to that hotel, thing. a real hotel in Colorado too. It's really cool. A really awesome. cool site to go see. Forty-two years ago. Huh? Forty-two years ago. Yeah. Damn. Indiana Jones, released on this day in 1984. Temple of Doom, I should Mm -hmm. say. The Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. I'm still a Raiders of the Lost Ark guy. Temple of Doom was good. But Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first OG one, one. First Raiders one, of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that is, a, that, right? that is the best one of them. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the sequels, other than maybe Godfather, the sequel rarely is better than the original one. I know, Funches, you don't want to listen to this because you hate the what Godfather. What sequel is better? Maybe Godfather 2. Shrek. No, I think no. Godfather, Shrek Godfather is better. one's better. No, all the Shreks after Shrek are trash. But um, that, it's very passionate. About well, it's the, just it's not good. It's the same joke. Over Toy and Story over two and over again. also really good. Toy Story two's not a Toy bad Story, choice. Empire I feel Strikes like they Back. They were all good. Empire Strikes Back's not bad. 
Toy Story, I did like The Prospector. Was that in the second one? Prospector and yeah. uh, Jesse. Jesse was, was my good. fixation as a child. I dressed up as her for several years, so I liked Toy Story too. Arizona Cardinals are going to be the subject of a second in-season Hard Knocks. My question is, did you watch the first season of in-season Hard Knocks? Do you remember indie. there was a time where Hard Knocks was legit? Mm-hmm. Like you were going out of your way to watch it. That's when it had just started. I can't tell you the last time I watched Hard Knocks. I really can't. Like, I can't tell you. It's easily been five-plus years. I actually paid attention. I wanted to watch them. I'm following the storylines. You know, actually, the last team it was is so random here. The Texans. Oh, J.J. Watt? It's the J.J. Watt. Remember, uh, was it Carly Lloyd? That she was kicking the field goals during yeah, one of yeah, the that was during, yep, yep. during one of the practices. She was kicking field goals. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, I think that's the last one that actually kind of caught my attention. That the was Browns was good. I thought the Browns was interesting. I, I'm kind of I didn't see that. I didn't see Cleveland. Um, I just not getting roped into it's, it. Anymore. That's it. The last one I remember watching was the Raider one, right? Knock on wood if you're with me, right? The John Gruden one where they're doing yeah, that Yeah, like thing. two or three I, years ago? Yeah, I watched that one. With A.B. A.B. <laughs> going crazy and doing all that. I did I did watch that one. Um, I feel like I've seen it. You know what I mean? And, and like we're like like we talking about with all this. New. It's here, here's here's hard. And it's really well done. I'm, not, I'm really not throwing cold water on it because I do like it. But here's your star player. You can get a little glimpse at him. You can get a look at the head coach and his assistants. You can get a look at the owner. And then they're going to have a guy that's trying to make the team yep and you're going to get to know him a little bit that's the show mm-hmm. and if one of those things does because with gruden gruden's kind of interesting he was an interesting guy to have in that role but if those things don't land like when they did it with the rams when they came back to la mm-hmm. there was no sizzle there jeff fisher wasn't interesting jared goff was not interesting does this have anything to do with it too that you got so many different what was it that you said there's going to be a documentary on documentary on the Ravens coming out. Okay, that we just had winning time. That oh, the, Ray the Lewis, Sterling yeah, Affairs yeah, yeah. is going to come out. Like, is it something to do too that there's just more interesting storylines that are out there? Would you rather watch, for instance, let's use the Sterling Affair as an example because mm-hmm. it's it's perfect. You know the story. You yep. know the beats of the story. Like you know what starts it. You know where it goes. You know how it ends. Mm-hmm. But you, it's such a wild, crazy, over the top story. Do you want that, or do you want something where you don't know what the storyline is, where you're just kind of coming in blind? I'd be more interested in the Sterling affairs. I think I would not, too. But, but here's the thing: when when Hard Knocks started, and I hadn't seen any Hard Knocks, and I didn't know what it was, and I didn't know what the storylines were going to be. Maybe that's different, but now because I've seen Hard Knocks, I feel like what's going to change from squad to squad? The foundation is the same. Yeah, it it it's it's formulaic at this point. The Colts are signing Nick Foles to a new deal. Uh, Nick Foles is the perfect backup quarterback. Yes, I mean he's the yeah. guy that if if you have to play a month or so with Nick Foles, cool. Sure. If I got to play a season with Nick Foles, I don't know how good I feel about that. He is the the perfect example. Of a backup quarterback. And you can make a career out of it and yeah. help with plenty of teams, Look, make a lot of good money, not have that much pressure you on you. I don't know if it's not the best job in sports. Won a damn Super Bowl. It may be the best job in sports. Backup quarterback in the NFL who occasionally, no expectations, like you said. Mm-hmm. If I go in there and play well, I'm going to get paid. Somebody's going to pay me a long time to go around here. But no one expects me to go do anything other than keep the trains running on time for a week or Sounds two. Sounds like a great gig. It is lucrative. It is low pressure. It is famous enough to where you get all the good stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, and and he is the perfect backup quarterback because he's also a decent quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Decent enough. Baker Mayfield might be that guy. He may be entering that phase of his life where a little bit of backup action is probably better than a little starting action along the way. You know what it's time to do right now, Slee? Super crosswalk. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It belong to Girl Stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. 
Yes, it is. So, did you guys meet the boy out in the? Uh, yeah. Yes, he's. He, you know, if you don't mind me saying, Trev, he's much better looking than you. Much better. Yeah, but, yeah, but no, you know what's weird? No question about it. His voice sounds like. You. Does it? Yeah, it absolutely. The moment I talked to him, the moment uh, he said something, I was like, Oh yeah, you got to be Trav's kid. You sound just like him. There you go. Well, yeah, he uh, he did a little Ask Bobby today. I thought he nice. represented himself yeah. very well. Yeah, very he well. did okay. He did so. I don't know if you guys got a chance to hear the part where. He's 21 years old now, yeah, and he okay. still goes places and forgets shoes. He's what? A tw- he's a 21-year-old man. How do you forget listen, shoes? Listen to this story. Yeah. Listen to this story. So you guys have heard me say this before. We go to the Rose Bowl as a family every year. Sometimes yeah. it's a group of 10 or 12. Yeah, I don't sometimes. know how that tradition hasn't died. I yeah. did it twice and never again. We, we were, I've been the shoot. Probably 40 of the last 42 or three. Get and, out know, of here. And by yeah. the way, yeah. percentage yeah. just off the top of your head. How many times it's been miserably cold? V- not anymore. Like it rained it, two years. I did twice. I've yeah, only been I, the, so the, the two times you, you went. Times it's it only rain rained twice in the times I've been there. But the story is, you guys know where I live down in South Orange. Yes, right. we're making our way to Pasadena to go to the Rose Bowl. We get about a third of the way there. There's uh, people waiting for him. People waiting, so we all go in together. Right, uh, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot to bring my shoes. Now, now keep in mind, it's. Eight o'clock in the morning on New Year's morning, nothing's open. There are families waiting for them at the <laughs> and Rose I'm Bowl. guessing the Bobby time doesn't wear everything. like your standard Look nine size nine. So he, this is when he's like eight or nine years old. Okay, okay so but uh, how do you walk out of the house with that shoes? Mason, he's eight, eight or nine. This is the these right are like question. basic lessons, I, right? I, I would agree. I, with I, you. I, I say I bad parenting. This is a problem with the dad. Perhaps this one is my fault. Now let's fast forward to fifteen-year-old Bobby. We're on the train. We're going to San Diego. Uh, Padre game on San Diego, yep. right? So he doesn't have shoes on in this situation what? either and forgot his Not shoes. even like flip-flops, no, nothing. We, so we're walking through the streets yeah, of this downtown is San Diego trying to find a CVS or a Walgreens or something for a pair of plastic flip-flops. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Deuce, will you guys tell How him? great is I've that? I've tried. I've tried to explain it asked, every which way. All I asked Bobby, I said, Bobby, when's, give me a time like your dad was really angry at you. I don't know what he's going to say. Maybe it's something, you know, he didn't clean this, didn't do that. Right. Made a stupid decision. No, no, no. It's they're trying to go to Pasadena, the Rose Bowl, and he forgot his shoes. Wow. Uh, yeah. You guys told the story today that reminds me of one of the, like, I still can't believe this happened. But, so you were talking about how you took Ambien once. <laughs> yeah. And so, true story. I go on a father-son golf trip to Ireland. This was in 2009. When my dad was still alive. So my dad is a John also. It's weird. So is Mason. Mason yeah. and I are both uh, I'm a, juniors. I'm Steve the Third, actually. Um, so it's John and John. And one of my dad's best friends is a guy named Mike and his son, Tom, who's my age. So uh, the Irelands go with uh, Mike and Tom. And, and Mike, we've got like a 12-hour flight to Dublin. And Mike has never – Mike's at this point 70, maybe 65. Has never taken Ambien, but one of his buddies hooks him up and says, <laughs> I took uh, half to take no, that's what they said to Mike. Yeah. They said, uh, take take uh, a half one of these yep. and you'll be good. Well, Mike somehow heard it in his head. Half one meant one and a half. He misunderstood. <laughs> boy. So, oh boy. so the flight starts, okay, and there's gonna be a time change, and I, I don't need to sleep, so I'm watching movies and I'm doing and you know, my buddy Tom is doing the same thing. We upgrade the dads to first class. We're feeling good about ourselves as sons. And Mike takes his one and a half oh ambience. gosh. And he's out. And we check on him. It's like an 11-hour flight. We check on him like two or three times. Out.